Welcome back, everybody. Matt Z out on break for a couple of weeks. We'll catch him after the holiday, but I'm glad you're with us tonight as we talk about a tough night in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Packers falling into the Giants 24-22, but a bright spot in this run to get into playoff contention has been my guest. Really like talking to this guy, even though everyone over in the building seems to think he doesn't say a whole lot, but I'm sure he'll be fine tonight. We'll get into that. They have a Buffalo, New York, a sixth-round pick by the Packers in 2021 out of Boston College. Special teamer as a rookie was figuring things out. Got a little PT last year. Even his very first start at a 12-tackle day against the Cowboys. Cowboys, and lo and behold, he's the third starter in his third year at inside backer, the way things have gone with injuries to Quay and with Devondre, and uh, this guy has been a godsend. Uh, he has uh, had a handful of uh, starts now this season, uh, four double-digit tackle games in a five-week stretch, and uh, yeah, uh, five stops, a couple of helpers uh, to tie for the team lead with Darnell Savage last night, second on the club in tackles. Uh, this guy, uh, 75, only behind Quay Walker's 92. Uh, he's come to play this year, ladies and gentlemen. And it's a pleasure to welcome on board the Narrow Bridge, Isaiah McDuffie. Hello there, Isaiah. Thanks for having me. Congrats on playing a ton and making plays while you're playing a ton. It's been really fun to watch, Isaiah. It really has. Yeah. Um, you know, opportunities been coming. And, you know, at the end of the day, got to step up and you know, just play your banner ball. We'll get into how the way it was uh, for opportunity and, and how you just revived in your time. But we got to talk about just the disappointment of last night. Just such a high off the last time you left the stadium in the lights with the Kansas City win to that last night. Isaiah, just uh, how you feel about how that went about and how you guys now got to react. It's not like the first time you got to pick yeah. yourself up off yeah. a tough one. But that was a tough one. Yeah, um, you know, we just got to regroup, you know, uh, get corrected, everything that, you know, went wrong in the game. And at the end of the day, we have another game next week, and we got to rally and uh, try to win that one. So, the DeVito factor, Uh, (laughs) you know, uh, that couldn't have been completely unexpected, but it sure surprised me. Just, I mean, by the end of the night, he was running... Colin Kaepernick, you know, read options. Yeah, um, you know, he stepped up and, you know, he played a good game. You know, a lot of respect to him for that. Yeah. How do you feel? Out, I think Saquon Barkley finished with 86 on 20, and I think 57 were on those last three carries. Uh, I think he had 16 of 20 rushes uh, that were uh, averaged uh, about a yard apiece, a couple of huge stops. Uh, it was a kind of a hot and cold day with a very good back, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, we knew going to the game, you know, he's a huge part of their offense. Of and, course. You know, uh, that was kind of our game plan was to stop him. Um, so I feel like we kind of limited him, but, you know, uh, a couple runs got out, and, you know, we're going to watch the tape. And He found the end out. zone twice, but there was the fourth down stop. Yeah. I got to talk about that play, Isaiah. Eric Wilson in there with you? Yep. All right. That was his one snap yeah. on defense. Yeah, yeah, um, one snap on defense. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about that. How yeah. does a guy that gets one snap able to recognize, finish, and you were there obviously to help yeah. out on a yeah. pretty important play? Um, you know, Eric's a true pro. You know, he's a leader in the room, and he's a very physical guy and dependable. Um, it's been a joy playing with him, and, you know, I learned a lot from him, him being a veteran guy. I don't think people realize, oh, he's, what, five, six-year guy? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's been around a while, former yeah. Viking, great play. Mm-hmm. There's no question about that. Uh, and uh, there were some other significant stops. But the thing about it, in Isaiah and even Matt LaFleur was very blunt about it, about just 
mistakes cropping up on all three phases. Here you guys make a gigantic play uh, on that fourth down stop in midfield. Two snaps later, a Jordan Love interception, and you're back out there with some more adversity defense. You get a huge three and out to start the third quarter. Yep. You're up 10-7. You score going in. You get it out, coming out. And all of a sudden, Keyshawn has the little issue with the fumble. And you guys are backed up, and, and you give up seven. It's just... Mm-hmm uncomplimentary effort to be complimentary in football, isn't it? And that's got to be the most frustrating thing about it. Yeah, you know, a lot of time if you win the ball, you win the turnover battle, you win the game, and, you know, we lost the turnover battle. I think that's kind of, you know, what happened. That's kind of the the result of the game. Turnovers are kind of a fickle thing. We know they say they come in bunches, but this has been a defense that every now and then has come up with one, but just not to the level. And there's something you can't force right they've just gotta you just gotta you know, get you them when be, the opportunities yeah. there because there are yeah you could be intentional about it though um and that's what we try to do in practice you know if there's a ball on the ground like carrington's fumble recovery always scoop it because you never know um and just punching at the ball with the ball carriers in practice so just trying to be intentional about it um and that's kind of how you enforce them yeah uh well that was a big play that really gave you guys the life yeah. uh you know when he uh Got tripped up, kept his feet. I counted, I think, five, almost six steps. Yep. And then going down yep. to hop over without touching him. Smart. <laughs> Ball comes out. Tough break, Saquon. Yep. And then there and there was Carrington to, to scoop. And uh, that was a pretty interesting run back. Definitely. You know, that it was, was like a one-man Cal oh, yeah. Stanford play. <laughs> yeah, know? he was running all over the place. He got a nice return, and we were, we were real game, happy about that. Yeah, and again, for all that went on in this game, that kind of play... Malik's catch, uh, and uh, and there you are. Um, he had a big chance to win the last series. Uh, probably, uh, obviously, happened way too fast for your liking, but uh, just this, the sense that uh, uh, you guys had a chance to kind of finish this thing, and I know it's disappointing you could not. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, it was just tough. Uh, we kind of knew. We were kind of expecting him to scramble more than he did. Um, we kind of had a spy on him towards the end of the drive because that's what he was kind of hurting us with, with his, was with his feet. Um, knew that two timeouts left, so we were going to try to keep him in the pocket, try to get a sack, force a sack to get him to burn their timeouts, but didn't work out the way we wanted for sure. So I said, what was the process of going through that tough stretch? You lost four in a row. I think it was 42 days between wins. Yep. 42 days and 42 nights. I mean, it's <laughs> biblical uh, when you think about it. Uh, but just figure things out. And now, just when, like I said, when it looks like you guys have really started to figure things out, along comes another stumble. Uh, the lessons drawn on pulling yourself out of the first one just got to be applied a little quicker now yeah, because the intensity um, and the stakes are there. You guys know definitely. that. Yeah, you know, um, we control our own destiny at the end of the day. So, you know, just take one day at a time, one week at a time, you know, just try to do what we can do, control what we can, and, you know, go out there and, you know, ball out. What's led you to ball out this year? Uh, how did you kind of commit yourself going into this camp? And then, obviously, when the opportunity door knocked, you kind of just jumped right through it. The details. The really? details of it. The preparation. You know, the film study. Um, the communication with all the guys. You know, the camaraderie, um, chemistry. Everything goes into it. You know, especially the defensive side. you got to communicate, mm-hmm. you know, work off of each other. So, I feel like just being together, you know, being a team. So is it true what Joe Barry says, that he can go a week without you really saying a word <laughs> to anyone? 
I don't know. <laughs> no. I've, I, I go by your locker all the time. We're always chatting. Yeah. We're always uh, saying hello. How are you doing? What's this? Everything good? Uh, you want to do I'm a more of a laid back guy. You know, I like to observe things and you know take things in. Always your nature. Just yeah. Um, I'm more of a laid back, calm, calm guy. Let but, it roll. You know, if I got to step up and you know be that guy, though, I, I could definitely do that. Let it roll. Roll up your sleeves and go to work. This exactly. is what this guy's done. Isaiah McDuffie is our guest. We're going to take a break, and we come back more on his journey to the NFL and the pack and how this team can get this ship straightened out for the Final Four. Don't go away. More of the fifth quarter live from Narrowbridge right after this timeout. We now return to the fifth quarter live from Narrowbridge. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. Welcome back, everybody. Top night in East Rutherford, New York. Guys are coming back home to take on the Buccaneers on Sunday as the final stretch is underway for the 6-7 and seven ball club. Personnel moves today. Packers have released uh, defensive back Caillou Blue Kelly. Great handle. Good kid. Been around a couple of weeks, but uh, a wide receiver has been uh, uh, brought on board. Thyric Pitts has been added to the practice squad. Uh, University of Delaware rookie was with the Bears for a little while this summer with New England on their Packers squad a bit. Uh, they've released linebacker uh, Austin GK uh, from the uh, squad as well, the practice squad that is. Uh, May need some wide receivers here, folks. Uh, well, Christian Watson still mending uh, with this hamstring thing. Round how many is it? Three, four now uh, in his couple of years here. Uh, and so we uh, saw Jaden Reed get evaluated for a concussion. Didn't get a chance to talk to him last night after the game. He was in the protocol and interviews are verboten, uh, but he had a nice game. Weird game for Jaden Reed. Uh, he averaged twice as much per rush as per catch. That's got to be hard to do. He uh, caught a team high eight balls for 27 yards, 3.4 average. Uh, He ran the ball 38 yards on four carries for 9.5 in that 16-yard touchdown, which was a beauty, Isaiah. Boy, that was a well-blocked, well-executed play. Wish we would have seen more of that. But that was unusual. But then again, uh, they were really getting crazy with the ends arounds, double reverses. It was looking like my seventh-grade flag football team at St. Agnes against St. Joe's when we had to do all that kind of stuff. Uh, there was probably a bit too much of that for my liking. But anyway, so Jade's at the, that, and Dontavian Wicks has an ankle injury, so they're down three receivers here in a short week. They need a body, and here comes Mr. Pitts to help out. Isaiah McDuffie, our guest tonight, third-year guy out of uh, Boston College, uh, no, A.J. Dillon, obviously, very well. He was drafted the year before you. That had to be really beneficial coming into the league. Yeah, definitely. Um, we were in the same recruiting class, actually, so we spent a lot of time uh-huh. together. Um, and he exactly left a year earlier than me, and him being here already, it was it was a cool moment. You know, as soon as I got drafted, he hit me up and everything. Yeah, keep that one right more in front of There you go. Hit me up yeah. on uh, everything, uh-huh. so it was cool. So is there any... Um, Appointment in the uh, A.J. Dillon administration up in Door County uh, waiting for you uh, when your playing days are over? <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how that's taken off, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, the mayor, right? Mayor yeah, Door County. amazing, yep. no question about it. Um, and so what led you to Boston College? Uh, you grew up in Buffalo, and I think yeah. your whole family went to the U of Buff, didn't they? Just about? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I just like the area. Um, the combination of academics and athletics was really cool, and it was just a good fit for me. Love the campus. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's really cool. Part of town and yeah, all that is. sort of thing. Uh, and uh, a very productive, uh, you know, run there with the uh, Eagles. And uh, the pack come calling in the sixth round. Uh, long way to get a phone call. Uh, what was the weekend like? 
Oh, it was crazy. It always is. You know, every time you hear a draft story, it was crazy. Um, just, you know, blessed and thankful that I got drafted and then, you know, they took a chance on me and everything. And, you know, I'm enjoying my time here. Yeah, you know, you, you fit right in, you're blended in, and you've just kind of climbed the ranks the way six-round picks are supposed to, you know. Mm-hmm. Do the dirty work on special teams. Yep. Got after it right away. Kind of work yourself in the lineup, and here you are having a have a big impact in, in year three. There's no question about it. Uh, but you were once a rookie. Uh, this team's loaded with rookies, yep. Isaiah. Uh, just the dynamic in the locker room has got to be so different from, you know, last season when you had to make kind of a similar a little push here to see if you can't get yourself to the postseason, uh, but it was, you know, old man, big dog, you know, yeah. Mason, Aaron, all over in the locker room. What has been the dynamic like to mold this young team together the way it has this season? Again, just sticking together, you know, we experience ups and we experience downs so far in this season, and we know what winning feels like and we know what losing feels like. So, um, again, just rallying and, you know, working together and, uh, being on the same page, I feel like. Is it spoken weekly, daily, or is it um, just now acknowledged? But once those guys all got here, we hear it all the time. The standard is yeah, this exactly. in, in Green Bay, Wisconsin. You know, what, you know what the standard is in practice, you know, and we got to hold each other to it. Um, at the end of the day, you know, if we know if we had a good week of practice or not. And we, if we had a good week of practice, we feel we could go out there and win the game. You had a good week of practice, LaFleur said. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and this happens on Monday. It is so weird about uh, how games unfold, how games play, yeah. how you think you're prepared, um, how it doesn't work, how you adjust and can't adjust. And just it's just got to be a really difficult ordeal, uh, especially when it ends the way it did last night. Yeah. Um, so much is poured into every week. It is, um, especially with the preparation and everything, with practice, you know. Um, Best thing is, honestly, that I took from it, we got to win over a turnover battle. And, you know, the plays that got to be made, got to be made, you know. Um, and, again, trying to limit the runs and stuff like that. Uh, there's been plenty of good things on this defense this year. I know. I don't know if you are on social media or if you're listening to a whole bunch of other talk sports <laughs> stuff. I mean, Joe Barry's getting roasted again after how that they finished in just over the, the long haul. But... Uh, no one understands that better than you guys on, on trying to get this thing figured out. Mm-hmm. But, again, adversity defense has been really good. Your red zone defense has been good. The one thing, just not giving the offense some extra possessions yeah. with those takeaways. Yeah. Yeah. Again, we just got to be intentional in practice, you know, punching the ball out, you know, trying to swarm as many hats to the ball as we can, you know, so second guy in could try to force a fumble. Um, they'll come, you know, and like you said, usually when they do, they come in bunches, so. So how tough is a short week? Um, you got back, what, yeah, 3 a.m. maybe? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be a fast turnaround, but, again, we're pros and got to be intentional during. Did you um, do anything but just lay around today? <laughs> I mean. Um, we went in, had a little lift, but, you know, mental day for sure. Just a little lift to knock out some kinks or yeah, something. And, exactly. uh, and I know Matt really wanted to expose you guys to as much of that game film for corrections as possible, yeah. uh, and and it's got to be done in short order because tomorrow you're back at it. The game yeah, plan exactly. is all for Tampa, and away you go. There's just exactly. no time to fret. So, um, the correction process. What's that? I mean, are they as, as direct as I figured they 
probably should be with you guys oh, yeah. on either Emmys oh, yeah. or just other things yeah, like we that. We watched the whole game and pretty much in the team room, you know. Nothing goes unnoticed, you know. At the end of the day, you know, you got to be self-critical as yourself. All 22 you know with I mean? something to say about all 22 <laughs> on every snap? Not every snap, no, but, you know, the plays that need to be watched are watched for sure. All right. Um, so, flush and fill. Uh, let's get it ready for Tampa. Back to this rookie class. Uh, contributions galore yeah. in this draft class, Isaiah. Uh, what, do you, what do you make of it? How these guys adapted so quickly? And I think everyone kind of anticipated that some would get calls early just because of how the roster was shaped up, like a Luke Musgrave, unfortunately. I hope he's doing well. Uh, but Tucker Crafts here, Jaden's second on the team. He catches by one. Lucas Van Ness is making some plays yeah. out of your room. Uh, this draft class has really jumped in. Yeah, you know, we needed those guys stepping up, and we knew that even early in OTAs, we had a young team, and at the end of the day, we needed them to, you know, grow up fast. You're not, you're not a rookie anymore. Um, I was kind of the saying. Um, so, I think they're doing a great job of that. How long is the learning curve? Uh, or should it be week one, game one, even as a rookie, that you know, you're, uh, you are prepared to go? But there's got to be yeah. uh a get acquainted process with yeah, professional definitely football. there's always a learning curve especially you know in your rookie year that's that's the year to learn and you know the process and you know figure things out um but again i think all of them the guys that are contributing are doing a great job and you know they're really helping us win games yeah it speaks volumes that is for sure uh so uh cold weather are coming tampa bay buccaneers baker mayfield again you realize this is the third year in a row he's played here with three different teams? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what? Yep. The Browns, right? Yep, Rams. Rams. And now here he comes with the Buccaneers. Uh, but uh, they're coming off uh, a mighty win on the road in Atlanta at 6-7 and seven and leading that division. Uh, you're just – have you even given it a thought yet uh, about what's to come with Tampa Bay uh, and Baker? Guy yeah, you, you know, they, they have an explosive offense, and, you know, at the end of the day, we got to limit those plays and, you know, try to keep a top on it. That's the thing. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of explosion over the top of this defense. I know yeah. you're very cognizant of keeping everything in front of you and stuff, yeah. but uh, that's been kind of the hallmark so far of the season. Yeah, definitely. One of the good points as well. Uh, so, uh, you hear the news about Bill Belichick today? That is apparently parting ways with the New England Patriots. Wow, out your Boston that's shocking. College way. Yeah, that's shocking. Yeah, uh, that would be something uh, yeah, if wow. that was the case. Uh, but uh, hey, all good things come to an end. Uh, wow. We kind of learned that around here about eras and such, right? That's uh, crazy. But uh, here comes another one. Uh, you lock her right next to him uh, with Jordan Love, Isaiah. Uh, just give me your impressions of being that close to him yeah. every day. Yeah, and, the, and how. This whole thing of year yeah. one is QB1 going for him. Yeah, Jordan's a, a true pro. Um, everything he does is just with so much detail and, you know, intention. Um, he's a great guy, great guy to talk to. As soon as I, my rookie year, as soon as I got to my locker, he was the first person to introduce himself to me. So, you know, he's yeah, a cool you were, guy. You yeah. were side by side right from the start, yeah, weren't you? Yeah, so um, he's a great friend and, you know, he's having a great year and I'm super happy for him. A little side note about Jordan uh, flying out. Uh, Ronica, his, I think, fiance or girlfriend for sure, mm -hmm. uh, was on the plane. Remember, she was here uh, with him uh, when he was on the show a, a year, last year. Uh, and um, she was a little down in the dumps uh, for Wisconsin, got to the Final Four in women's volleyball by beating Oregon 
uh, Ronnie was a star Ducks volleyball player, so she uh, had a, a tough weekend, that's for sure. Great gal, though, nonetheless. And again, speaks to just kind of how grounded uh, those two are. Uh, and uh, and it, it's come across. Uh, like I've been saying all season long, I think Jordan's one of the least of the concerns yeah. for this team right now in this organization. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, he's... He's doing he's doing a great job in my opinion and I feel like, you know, he's he's just a good player and he's doing what he can do to help us win games. And you've been doing it without Jair now for what? He's missed yeah. eight games, you know. Trey's been out, that gave you opportunity. Quay's been out a bit, Sab was out, Rudy was out. Yeah. <laughs> good lord. Uh, and offensively, same thing, you know, with Aaron Jones, not to mention David Bakhtiari. It was all those veterans and not yet even you're among them that have we're expected to kind of pull these kids through. And yeah. to me, this team is kind of like, uh, not totally, but a lot of kids leading kids, kind of trying to figure out on their own. Yeah, again, like, that, that was our saying, you got to grow up fast, especially <laughs> this year. You know, we needed a lot of guys to step up and, you know, um, and fill those roles that the guys who departed. But, um, again, like, I know offensively, you know, Jordan's doing a great job with those rookie receivers, you know, and... Um, the older receivers in the room are doing a great job of trying to you know, pull the younger guys together. And We're know, all anticipating progress, obviously, but yeah. the acceleration from like yeah. September when it yeah. was, you know, let's get a first down here to, uh, yeah. uh, you know, two straight scoring drives against the Lions and the Chiefs. Yeah. That's a quantum leap, yeah. you know, and that's a, a, just, again, another kind of, you know, jab in the gut as to what we had to watch last night when it was difficult for these guys to find some consistency. Giant defense. They bring a lot of creative pressures, make things interesting. You guys, I don't know how many times that pocket was either squeezed or closed yeah. and DeVito gets out. How frustrating is that uh, as a defender when you think everything's, you got it, and all of a sudden out he goes? Yeah, um, it's frustrating, um, and that's why we're trying to, you know, spy him at the end of the game. That's did, we you, uh, did you down the cloak and dagger at all? Were you this? Were you a spy at all last night? Yeah, um, on a two-minute drive. Yeah. All right. Just not let him go. All yeah. right, man. <laughs> that was tough. All right, for sure. All right, Isaiah Mike Duffy, my guest tonight. Talk a little bit more with Isaiah about what's to come in this final month of the season. Uh, get his holiday plans. What it's like at the McDuffie House at Christmas. Hey, we'll get all of that and much more. Hey, and the hot and cold place coming around the corner. We're going to do that next when the fifth quarter returns to Narrow Bridge right after this. Welcome back to the fifth quarter. Live from Narrow Bridge, here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. Welcome back, everybody. Packers six and seven with four to go. They're going to be home to the Bucks. They're going to go off to Carolina on Christmas Eve. They're then going to head to Minnesota to ring in the new year and welcome the Bears on the final weekend. Still don't know six or seven uh, to wrap things up. Winnable games all. Winnable games all. Let's see if they can do it. All right, time to play our hot and cold play. You know how it works. Friends from Robinson's put up a prize. If you guess the hot play tonight, you will be qualified for a grand prize drawing that's coming up pretty quick, just down the road at the end of the regular season. Any takers on the hot play from that game last night? Chilly game, breezy game, but uh, I didn't think it was too uncomfortable, was it? It wasn't that good. No, it wasn't that good. No, yeah. Nope. All right, hot play. I'll say uh, Heath's touchdown catch. Uh, Malik's touchdown catch. Did he hit the pylon with his foot or the ball? And it was the back pylon. It wasn't the front corner pylon. I still think he got it, but that's not it. Great play by Malik. I'm glad he came back. There's another young guy. All right, like Eric Wilson. 
Hey, get in there, kid. Make a play. He's making plays. Yep. Nice play. But that wasn't it. Looking for the other hot play. Kind of helped. Uh, well, I don't want to say too much about that. But uh, think about it. And uh, if you've got a guest, come on by. Uh, yeah, I know uh, a friend of mine, Matt, did the uh, a piece with Malik. Tough upbringing through college. Didn't work out so well in a couple of places. Had the accident thing going on. And all of a sudden, you know, from, I don't know if I'm alive, when he really didn't know if he was alive, uh, to uh, play it in the NFL, get his first touchdown catch. Great moment. Yeah, Malik is a great guy. He's another. Um, he's on yeah, the other side of you. Yeah, he's you right locker there, next yeah. to all the great yep, stories yep, on this yep. team. Isaiah, you're the, um, like I said, you're the glue guy. You're pulling those great stories together. Yeah, he's uh, a great guy. As soon as he got there, you know, energetic, you know, to light up, light up the whole room. Um, it's a great guy to be around, and I'm super happy for everything that he's doing. Yeah, he, he felt badly about the first one. Just he had it. He was so excited he had it that he didn't keep it. Uh, and the second one, again, just a high effort play yep. to get in, taking out the ref, losing his hat, <laughs> yep. and then waiting for the signal when the referee got up. Yep. Great, great, great play. All right. Oh, another shot at it. So Saquon Barkley's fumble that we Ooh, recovered. Yes, yeah. Packers are getting chilled out. Down eight, under four to play. Saquon ripped off his biggest run of the night, but it turned into our hot play of the day. Here's another shot at it. Breaks loose again. And still going. Tripped up and down inside the 20. The ball comes out. And for now, it is being returned by Carrington Valentine. They're letting this play go. And we'll obviously all take a look and see if Barkley did indeed fumble it. The cold play we do too. Yeah. Yeah. What a play. Uh, CV trailing it. Uh, but after Saquon got slightly tripped up, you know who got his legs? On the way, once he hit that corner. Might have been Savage. I'm All right. not sure. All right. Uh, well, anyway, uh, he kept his feet, turned out a couple of steps or more, and CV said he just fell down. Um, he hit the ground, uh, and I was I saw him hit the ground, and nobody touched him, and the ball popped out, and I grabbed it, and I started running. He started running. I think it covered 50 yards, but it ran about 10 minutes uh, on the uh, uh, serpentine run. Big time play by the D. Exactly what we're talking about. Yep. Play to the whistle. Yep. To the echo of the whistle, as Matt was no saying. No you never know what's going to happen. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, great play. That was the hot one. So, congrats. Uh, you're a winner. Got to do a cold play of the day now. And you were in line for the cold play of the day. So, let's have it. What do you got? Is it Nixon's muffed return? Uh, or his blown coverage? Mm, no. Let's see here. Yeah. I, you, you know. Turnovers get you beat. Packers survived Jordan Love's pair in the first half without giving up points. There's that transition or adversity D. But with a 10-7 lead in the third, D actually stopped Barkley on third and one. Force a punt that turned icy cold. And then they go back a yard on third and one as Nixon, who delivered that hit, puts the ball on the ground, and the Giants end up with a football. Darnay Holmes knocked it out after Keyshawn Nixon bobbled it a couple of times, and it's Giants ball. Yeah, tough, tough play. I tell you, Key had a really cold night capped by that lost punt. When I muffed it, when I picked it up, I felt nobody around me. You got to just jump on the ball, stay on the ground, basically. When I got up, I felt like I had the ball, so I took off, and then the ball hit my knee. Tough. Great for Key. So good at it. Yeah, I hate to see that happen. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Congrats, you're in. So eliminate the cold. Stay with the hots. 
Um, like we were talking about, Isaiah, just getting back to the grindstone, you kind of know now that the process has end results that are worthwhile. Yeah. Uh, so get Obviously, back to the process tomorrow. Exactly. And, uh, and get after better results. So what's Christmas like at the McDuffie household? Um, yeah, usually we would, we would uh, go to my grandma's house, um, one side of the family on Christmas Eve, my mom's side, and right. spend Christmas Eve there, and then Christmas Day on my dad's side. Um, around family, I'm a big family guy, big family man, um, always been, always will be. And I said you get the whole collection, both sides, yep. all wrapped up on the yep. weekend. Um, yeah, um, were you uh, a big rush downstairs? Tear off the paper as a kid, you know. <laughs> um, that's, more that's like rush in my parents' that's bedroom and yeah, really. hop in their bed and right. wake them up. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, my dad would uh, assemble the toys for Santa uh, that needed assembly, and he would be up all night, and he'd literally put the last screw in or tap in the last little cap or whatever, and kids are screaming down yeah. the stairs yeah. already. So uh, no sleep for uh, good old Saint Nick. But uh, that was ours. Big family. You were from a big family. Always athletic. Football was always kind of in the blood for you, Isaiah. Yeah. Um, ever since I can remember, I feel like I've been watching football. Always been around it. My dad being a coach, um, him playing, um, uncles, brothers, cousins. So. Just, I've always been around it. Yeah, and you didn't necessarily have to be steered into becoming a player. You kind of just yeah, yeah, it was just it's just what I wanted to do. I just I just fell in love with it. Um, has to be your world, especially at this level. You know, college level, high school. Um, has to be your world. You know, you got to put a lot of extra work in, um, especially if you want to be great at it. Joe Barry says you never talk because you're always well, studying or in your world to do this job. And yeah. uh, quite honestly, you're doing it quite well. Uh, do you guys even talk? Play on prospects? You guys know you're the seventh seed right now. Um, you know, we're just we're just focused on you know one day, one game at a time. You know, trying to win the next game, and you know things will take care of itself. You can understand how the fans though. Yeah, of course. This and this of course. And they're going to yeah. look at the like he's got left, he's got left, he's got left. Mm -hmm. All that sort of thing plays around it. But the more time you spend discussing that, the less time you can Exactly. It's a distraction. Yeah. It's definitely a distraction. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, Mike Evans, yeah. backs. That's all we're worried about right now. That's all we're worried about. We played them last year. Yeah, that's right. Played that's them. right. Um, so what do you recall about them, the challenges you think they'll present? Again, you know, you know they have a they have an explosive offense, and you know they they got weapons on that side of the ball, and you know we just got to limit the big plays and try to create turnovers. All right, Isaiah, it has uh, been a blast to have you come on board, and he says you're shy, you know, responsive and all that sort of thing. You were very engaging tonight. Really appreciate the time. Glad you're staying healthy. I'm really glad you're playing, and and really, as I said, falling out. I think you've been a big part of this uh, defense, and just another example of. Uh, uh, Hey, the bell rings, let's go. And uh, you've been going pretty well. And I think a, a really good example for all the rookies. Uh, and I think that's going to be part of it, too. Stay healthy. Good luck. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up to you.